Good morning, guys. I am coming to you solo today. Tony isn't feeling well. She's a little under the weather, so I decided to switch things up, and I'm just going to record a um, solo episode, keep it super short, but I've been getting a lot of questions about what human design is because I've been announcing um, to my audience, um, more specifically on Instagram, that I'm now doing human design readings and I'm incorporating it into my holistic health coaching practice as well. Um, so, so to me, human design is a self-discovery system. And what I mean by that is it's sort of like giving us our own unique life blueprint. Um, it can help us answer the questions like, um, how do I best give off energy or receive energy in the world? Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, what sort of fuels me? What sort of drives me? Um, how can I feel like I'm thriving? How can I feel like I'm in the flow with life? It can help us answer questions like that. Um, it can also help answer more specific questions like, you know, why am I struggling with this particular health ailment? Or, um, why is it not feeling like I'm really connecting in my relationships, for example? Um, why can't I connect with my purpose? Or why don't I feel like I'm in the right career? So it can help us answer those sorts of questions. And it can also help us answer broader questions like, um, how do I best digest information? How do I best digest food? Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, <clears throat> how do I manifest things? So I know that, especially if you're in the like kind of pop culture or new age, if you're into that, which you might be if you listen to this podcast, um, there's a lot of buzz around manifesting, right? Le lis listening to or learning the law of attraction and bringing things into our lives by the way that we think and, um, interact with the world around us. So um, human design can help us understand whether we are, we do best being more specific about our approach to bringing things into reality. If we're meant to, you know, make really specific lists and visions and vision boards, or if we're more meant to take a broader stance and just think about how we want to feel in our lives and say, okay, universe or um, God of your own understanding I want to feel at ease or I want to feel at peace or I want to feel excited every day. Bring what it, what needs to be brought into my life to feel that feeling or I want to feel financially secure, for example. And then you just let the universe kind of take care of it because it will bring you an even better way of accomplishing that than you could have imagined and planned in your own mind. So let's talk about some of the foundations of a human design chart. So you can go to mybodygraph.com and you'll just need your date of birth, your exact time of birth, and your location of birth. And it will pull up this chart for you and it'll look like a human torso um, with a bunch of shapes in it and lines running through it. So there'll be nine shapes and those nine shapes represent the nine energy centers. So maybe you've heard of the chakra system that has seven primary energies, energy points in the body. Human design is a nine energy system. It believes that we've evolved into having nine energy centers and they are starting at the very base of your body graph, the root center. 
Then there's the sacral center, and this is the center that will be colored in if you're a generator or a manifesting generator. And we'll talk about those energy types in a minute. And moving on um, <clears throat> over to the left, you'll see a triangle, and that's the spleen. Over to the right, you'll see another triangle, and that's the solar plexus. And right above the solar plexus, there's a smaller triangle, and that is the ego or the will center. There's a diamond in the middle, and that's the G center. And we've got the throat center, the Ajna or the third eye center, and then at the top of the head, the crown center. So there's nine energy centers, and they each have a unique way of taking in energy and giving off energy into the world. So if it's colored in for you, you have a consistent way of processing that energy, and you also give that energy out to the world, and people with open centers pick up on that energy from you. If you have an open energy center, you don't have a consistent way of processing that energy because you just take that energy in from those around you who have it defined and amplify it. So let's say you have your solar plexus open. It's white. You may not be an emotional person, but you may consider yourself to be very emotional and it seems like you're always like in a high or a low or you could be feeling just fine one minute and then you get on the train or the bus and you feel extremely sad or upset or even just a little bluesy or maybe you feel all of a sudden like blissful and enthusiastic and you're not sure why it's because you pick up on the energy of those around you and amplify that emotional energy so actually when you're in your own energy you tend to be pretty calm cool collected and neutral so that can be really helpful to understand when maybe you've been called a really emotional person your whole life or super sensitive and you are, in a sense, because you're very sensitive to that energy. You pick it up and you amplify it. So you make it even stronger than it is in that other person. So let's say you live with somebody who has their solar plexus defined and they come home from a day of work and they're just feeling not so great. They're feeling a little down. You might pick up on that energy and all of a sudden start crying and feel completely sad, as an example. So that's how the centers work in a nutshell. There's a lot more nuance to them. Each center corresponds to an organ or system in the body. Um, so if you're dealing with a particular health issue, it can be really helpful to understand your energy centers, which are defined and which are open. And then <clears throat> beyond the centers, you'll see these lines coming out of them, and those are gates and channels. So if there's a line that connects two centers together, that's a channel. And if there's a gate, it'll just be half of a center colored in. You'll probably also notice that some of them are black, colored in black, and some of them are colored in red. So the black colored in lines represent our conscious or our personality self. So they're how we tend to think of ourselves and how we would describe ourselves to others. It's energy that we're usually pretty consciously aware of. The red lines are our unconscious or design self, and it's not necessarily how we would describe ourselves, but it's how somebody who knows us well would describe us. So they play into the nuance of our chart as well. So let me back up and explain that there are five different energy types. So the first type, the most common type, is being a generator. So there's generators and then there's manifesting generators. If you are a generator, you make up about 35% of the population, I am a generator myself, 
and we are here to respond to life. So that can be kind of mind-blowing in itself because most of the information in society that explains how we become successful says, if you want something, you have to go out and get it. You gotta make it happen. And that's great advice for manifestors, but that's only like under 10% of the population. So if you've been trying to go out and make it happen and it's just not, um, take solace in the fact that that's not a good strategy for you and it's actually better for you to respond to life, to have something to respond to. So you can treat the universe, um, one way I've heard it said is like you can treat the universe like your own personal shopper if you're a generator and even if you're a manifesting generator and you can be like, okay, send some stuff toward me and then the universe will send you things to respond to. Do you wanna eat blueberries or do you wanna eat a banana? And you trust your gut to give you the answer. So your gut will have a sort of rising, warm, excited, you'll, you might go, mm-hmm, and make that sort of noise, like, uh-huh, or yes, or make a noise, and you get really excited about it, that's a yes for you. And you want to say yes to those things so that the universe can send you even more yeses and even more closely aligned yeses for you, okay? And if it's a no, or even like a neutral, like, Meh, I don't really feel anything. Those are the things that you want to start clearing out or not focusing your time and energy on so that the universe can send more yeses into your aura. So each energy type has a unique aura. For generators, it's a magnetic aura. So we really draw things toward us. So if you're saying no, it's like your aura is filled with clunked up and gunked up with all these no's. And so the yeses are like bouncing off of them and not even getting to you. So clearing out the no's gives more space for the yeses to come in. So manifesting generators are a new hybrid of manifesting qualities and generator qualities. So they have that sacral defined. They also have their throat center connected to a motor center. So it's either going to be connected to the root, to the sacral, to the emotional solar plexus, or to the ego, ego or will center. There'll be a channel connecting the throat to one of those energy centers. And manifesting generators are also here to respond, just like generators. But because they have that manifester energy as well, they also, it's really important for them to inform people of what they're doing. So the strategy for manifestors is to inform. So as a manifesting generator, you want to get that yes, that rising, exciting, juicy, lit up yes. And then when you're going to take action on that to initiate, because you can initiate with manifesting energy, you want to let your people know, hey, I'm super excited to be announcing that I'm now offering this coaching program, or I'm now creating this course, or I'm now um, going to go for runs every day after work. Who's with me? And then your people will find you and want to join you. So it's really important that you let even the people, let's say, in your household um, know that this is what you're doing now. Hey, I'm going to get up an hour earlier and journal. You just kind of let the people know so that the space is created for you to, to do those things. So then we come to the third energy type, which is manifestors, pure manifestors. And they can actually speak things into existence. Their throat center is lit up and their strategy is to inform, to initiate and inform. So when 
an idea or a creative urge comes to you seemingly out of nowhere, you can take action on that. That's actually energetically correct for you, but it's really important for you to let your people know what you're doing. So let's say you get this creative urge to start drawing or writing calligraphy, let's say, um, and it feels like, yes, this is an urge. I want to take action on it. I'm going to do it. But you don't tell anybody, then the universe can't really support you in creating more time and space for that thing that, that you're doing. So when you let people know, even if you, let's say, share it on social media or have a conversation with your partner, um, tell the people that are closest to you what you're up to, then the universe will help you create space to make that thing happen, to breathe it into existence, for example. Okay. And what's really important is if you're not a generator or a manifesting generator, you don't have that sacral center. So you don't have consistent access to that go energy, that doing energy. So it's really important that you're only giving out energy to the things that you're doing about two to three hours a day. If you're a manifester, a projector, or a reflector. So those are called non-sacral types. You can still get tons of work done. You just have to be really intelligent, intelligent about how you use that go energy, that doing energy. So um, remember how I said the white centers? You can take energy and amplify it. So you'll be around, you want to be around people who have a lit up sacral center. Um, so it's good to know your partner's um, design, right? Because they might be a generator. Or if you go into a workspace, there's sure to be at least some generators around. So you pick up on that sacral energy and you amplify it, which means you can be even more powerful than a generator or a manifesting generator um, because you pick up on that sacral energy and you amplify it. So you can get a lot done in a short amount of time. Um, but it's important that you're only using that for about two to three hours a day or you might be finding yourself in burnout. Um, so be really clever about how you use that energy and then spend the rest of the day immersed in your own process. So maybe you're in your own energy and you're learning something or you're reading something or you're creating content, um, but in a very like gentle, subdued way, you're just in your own energy. Um, so let's talk about the non-energy types. So we've talked a little bit about manifestors. Let's talk about projectors. So projectors are sort of these, like, they have like a wise elder quality to them. They can kind of see into somebody else's life and energy and see where they're doing things that are making life harder on themselves, and they can help you come up with solutions. But what's really important for projectors to know is if you feel like that, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, that's me, I can totally see the problems in my family and I always try to tell them, no, just do it this way, and it's like they get upset with me. Here's what's key about that. If you're a projector, you need to wait for an invitation to share your wisdom. So wait for that friend to say, hey, I keep running into this problem when I'm dating people and I keep attracting this type of person. And you can totally see why that's happening for them. But now they've invited you so you can actually give advice, which is what you're absolutely wonderful at. Or let's say somebody's like, God, I keep ending burnt ending up burnt out, and here's all the things I'm doing in a day, what should I do different? There's your invitation to help them create a better flow or structure in their day, as an example. So you just need to wait for the invitation, and in the meantime, work on validating yourself. Work on believing in yourself, that you've got tons to offer, that you've got actionable solutions for people, 
And you can start sharing that with others, but you've got to wait for the invitation to actually take action on it. Okay? And then we come to our final type is the most unique type. It's only 1% to 2% of the population, and that's a reflector. So if you are a reflector, you'll see that you don't have any colored in centers in your body graph. If you go to mybodygraph.com and put in your information, you'll have all white centers. You may have some colored in lines, but not channels. You won't have any channels because that would color in, excuse me, those energy centers. So projectors are the true mirrors of the world around us because if you think about it, whatever environment you're in, you're really picking up on that energy and amplifying it. So it's really important for you to share what's going on because whatever you're feeling is also going on in the collective, in the world around you. So if you're in your home space and you feel heavy and sad and kind of like you're wading through a fog, that's a clear intel on the energy around you. That's a clear intel on the people around you and what they're going through. So you are truly our wise seers. You're our wise feelers and you can tell us what we need to do to be healthy, to be wise because you're feeling it so strongly. So it's really important for you to have space at the end of each day and really all non-sacral beings or even sacral beings, I would say in my own experience, it's really important to have space at the end of each day to clear the energy out so you can get back to your calm, neutral center, especially if you're a reflector. Clear that energy that you took on and all those centers. And honestly, that can just be lying in bed for five to 10 minutes or you'll find what works best for you. Maybe you resonate with guided meditations or guided visualizations, or maybe you really love taking a, an Epsom salt bath with some essential oils, for example, um, or diffusing some essential oils that are good for clearing energy, like clary sage, for example, or melaleuca or tea tree. Those are great for clearing the energy. Um, so it's really important for you to have that at the end of each day. So that's just a brief introduction into the five energy types and um, how they light us up, how they bring their magic to the world. So if you found this interesting, go to jdingleswellness.com and check out my human design blog. I talk a lot more about human design there, so you can learn more there. Um, if you feel like you want to dive deep into your own body graph and you want some help understanding your energy and the best strategies for you, or if you are dealing, let's say, with a particular health issue or a relationship issue, or you don't feel aligned in the career you're in and you want help through human design, you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one reading with me and what I'll do is I'll write, I'll run your chart, I'll write up a full set of notes on every aspect of your chart and then we'll sit down together for an hour and go over every aspect of your chart and come up with some actionable solutions for you. Um, I also offer coaching with this so if you feel like you really want to integrate this into your life, if you feel like you had a reading and it really resonated and now you're ready to bring it into every aspect of your life. For example, how you organize your daily routine, how you show up at work, how you show up in your relationships, um, how you digest food best, what type of exercise is best for you. And you really want to start bringing this into your life in an embodied way. I offer a 10 week coaching program. So you can email me at jdingles at gmail.com and just ask for some more information. I would be happy to share with you. 
So I hope that you love this single, this solo episode with me. I hope you find human design as helpful and as practical as I have. And we will see you again on the next new moon. Sending you so much love. Bye for now.